Hi, I'm Brooklyn Hill, and this is my story. In the previous episode, I told you about my early childhood and my mom's marriage and the new normal I had to adjust to. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how my mom's marriage affected my choices and as we proceed into my story over the course of the next few episodes, you get to choose whether you think I made the right choice or not. I still battle with that. So, without further ado, let's proceed into the story. After my mom left, things changed drastically. And not in the fact that I was sad, no, I was angry. I don't remember the first few days after my mom left. It was not because I was traumatized. It was because she wasn't really that close to me. She had to work almost 12 hours a day and she was hardly home. Whenever she was home, she was exhausted and just wanted to be left alone. She never played with me, but I still loved her as a mother and eventually I would get to missing her and being angry at her. But I also understood her. The drastic change I talk about is when it comes to financial stability. As mentioned in the previous episode, my mom was the breadwinner. She took care of her siblings and her mother. But now my own mother had her own home to take care of, which might I add, I wasn't welcome at 247, only on occasion. So we were not faring well. We would go to bed not knowing where the next meal would come from. We would have breakfast with no lunch. We would have lunch and go to bed with only tea. And the tea was not everybody gets a bag, no. We would have only enough money to spare one bag and some sugar. So the bag would be boiled in a pot of water. And then everybody gets a cup and they get a share. And then we manage the sugar and that is dinner. Milk, however, was a special occasion. We could only get milk at the end of the month when there was fresh income. I remember my grandmother leaving the house and walking an hour or so just so that she could borrow the equivalent of a dollar or two from her friend so that we can get lunch in hopes that she can be able to pay when the month ends. I never went to school hungry though. My mom made sure of that. But everything after that was a game of chance. Then the nightmare really began when we didn't have money to pay for rent. Now, the current house that we stayed in, the rent at this moment would be about $200. The owner of the house said he was going to bump up his rent to about $400, which is way out of our budget. But even if he had let it be at $200, all we had was the equivalent of $40, which is also way below his payment. So we had to move out. To understand the events that are going to happen, I'll have to take you back in time to a time that I barely remember, yet I remember some of it. My grandfather, he sold the childhood house that I grew up, the house that his children grew up, the house that he spent most of his marriage life in after his wife left him. I want you to decide if you think this house belongs to him and he had the right to make the decision he made. 
He had won this house in a lottery from the British people when Nigeria was colonized by the British. He did not win the house 100%. He had to make payments every month uh, for a particular percentage. I don't know how much. According to what my family told me, he only made a few payments. And then after that, my mom made each and every payment until the house was finally in our custody. But the house was in his name, so he had the right to sell it. Which he did without informing anyone. He did not tell his ex-wife or his mom. Which he did without informing anyone. He did not tell his ex-wife or my mom or his male children that he was going to sell the house. He just up and did it. And then he decided to buy himself a large house on the opposite side of town where it would be hard to access him, hard to get there, a long drive back with bad roads. My mother advised him to get a good location so that we could visit as much as we wanted, but he chose not to. He said he wanted to go somewhere he would be forgotten. But... To be fair, he also got my grandmother a house, a house in the worst part of town, known for prostitution, thieves, drugs, and every single scum of society you can think of, except murderers. The house was directly opposite an abandoned hotel that had become a dumpster, which meant at night anybody looking for a quick corner to have activities of any sort would prey on that hotel my mom didn't like it but she didn't have a better option she didn't see another option but another option presented itself when he was in an accident and this all happened before my mom's marriage we're going back in time remember he was in a automated accident he was swept off the road while he was on his bike. The people that did it were young children and they just dropped him off at a hospital, did not leave any contact info, and ran away. Unfortunately, there still isn't a way to track down somebody that does that right now. So they got away with it pretty easy. The hospital treated his surface injuries, gave him painkillers, and sent him on his way because he didn't have money. He came back home, couldn't stand, and collapsed. He was rushed to a hospital two hours ago that specialized in bones where they discovered that he had completely shattered his hip and they determined he needed a hip replacement surgery. My mom said, well, you're the landlord of four houses. How about you sell one of them? You cut it out and you sell it and you pay for your surgery. And he said, no, if death would come for him right now, he was ready. My mom or my grandmother, I don't know who, decided that they couldn't watch him die even though he wasn't the best father to them or husband according to my grandmother they decided to sell the house that he had purchased for us to treat him and then we moved into a different house at a better location with better everything except it had one catch we didn't own this house we were renting it my mother rented it for two years and she left got married before the rent expires so now we're back to the current, where the rent has expired and we don't have any money. So my aunties decide to move in with my grandfather. But there's one problem. My grandmother lives with them and she doesn't have the money for another house. So she makes the decision to 
go along with them to her ex-husband's house. Now, I wasn't there during these events. I only overheard on the phone, but my grandmother apparently showed up at his house and he kicked her out, claimed that she was there to murder him, and she had to leave in the cold of the night and crash with a friend. Fortunately enough, she had another son who lived in a different state, and so she got on her way to his house the next day as he had invited her. And then my holiday at my mom's was over. And so I had to come back to the nightmare. I came and I was going to share a room with two other adults and a mattress that was barely enough for two people. I had to squeeze in there. We didn't have enough room to turn at night. We could only lay on our sides and that is all the room we had. But that was not the worst part. No, it, it got worse. My aunt noticed that my uncle's wife was a terrible person. She had decided that my uncle's wife was a witch that practiced black magic and she had bewitched my uncle and is everything that is wrong with my uncle. She's the reason he's unsuccessful. She's the reason he's losing weight. She is basically to blame for everything, including my grandfather's decline in health. She took this up with my uncle in a rather rude way and he wasn't having it. He blew up on her and she blew up on him and they took it to their dad. He cited the wife. And that made my aunt very, very angry. Zane, my uncle, on the other hand, was not going to have it either. They had a screaming match. Nene was very rude and insultive. Kylie took her side and he ended up hitting her. He beat her up really bad while people tried to separate and my grandfather watched and he threatened to kill her. This of course got out of hand as she screamed for help and the neighbors got involved. I was watching everything like it was a movie and at some point I started crying and my aunt Kylie looked at me and said, I'm so sorry you have to witness this. But that was that. They had the screaming match and they were no longer in talking terms. I wouldn't talk to him because he had assaulted the people that I cared about the most in this life because of his wife, who I believed at the time was a witch because I didn't know better. At this time, I was about 11 or 12 years old. My new home was less than conducive. As I said previously, it was hard to get to anywhere from his home. And so getting to school was a chore. Eating and getting things to eat was a chore. The cultural difference, even though within the same state in Nigeria, was staggering. But so we managed and my escape was playing with my grandfather's animals. And to make myself feel better, I would visit my mom, which I couldn't do as often as I would because it was so far away. On the next holiday, I would go to my mom's place and I would meet her stepchildren. Are you surprised? Well, she married an already married man again. Now, polygamy is widely practiced in Nigeria. Most states practice it. It is allowed legally. He had, at the time, four children. One of the children, Z, and I got along very, very well at the beginning. At first, I didn't like her. I thought she wasn't my kind of person. I thought we wouldn't enjoy the same 
movies or books but as i got to know her i realized she was very cool very kind very very charming and i liked her in fact that was the highlight of every day i just wanted to spend time with her she would ask me to go with her to places to get stuff for her mom help her out with the computer game i didn't know more than her in a computer i just was not scared to click on things and she was i knew that anything could be reversed as long as i don't take a hammer to the computer i don't know if she knew that somewhere along the lines she snapped and she started treating me well poorly she would make comments telling me that i'm not her family and i would never be she'd call me an idiot for not being able to pound the tomato in the mortar with a pistol without the tomato falling off and i was just trying to help her mom with chores she would exclude me at the first chance she got of anyone being there she would talk to them laugh with them and she would just let me out i would come to her place and she would stay in her room and then when i come into the room to meet her she'd tell me i'm not allowed in her room and to get out i caught my losses i was disappointed as i just wanted to have a family a normal family and i tried and tried and tried again but it didn't work so i decided to stop being friends with her and i just stay with my mom around this time my mom had my sister so i was delighted to take care of my sister she was my family and i had always wanted one of course i was jealous because that's what only children do when they have sudden siblings but i loved her nonetheless but it wasn't enough i missed my dad I missed having a father figure. I missed my grandmother because she was always so kind to me and I would complain and cry about that and my aunties would comfort me. I would talk to my grandfather and he had so many fun stories to share and he had so many wishes and I was happy. I was at that time happier than I would be in the next few years. And the days went by and soon they turned to months and we spent a total of 5 months at my grandfather's house. At this time I had formed a very very close bond with my best friend Billy and her family. Her mom and dad liked me a lot and treated me like their daughter. and Billy and I did everything together at school. I always looked at her family and saw how perfect it was. I didn't want it. I thought my family was perfect, even with everything. But I appreciated it, you could say in a way. School was normal. Some teachers liked me, some severely disliked me. Mostly the females severely disliked me. They thought that I was not good enough to attend the school like that so mo- most students would be dropped off by their parents or a driver in a car and i would come on a motorcycle like the one i mentioned in the first episode the jingsheng motorcycle because we couldn't afford one and so they were angry at me for thinking i had the guts to attend a school like that and the one person that severely disliked me was our form tutor So every class had a 
teacher assigned to them that will take care of attendance, the general attendance for the day, um, prizes, and just class decorations, talking to parents. She had the same name as I did, so we will call her Broken Hill, and she just didn't like me. She treated me poorly, set me up against my friend. There was this one incident that really hurt my feelings, and I never forgave her. The school was visiting an orphanage, and I was excited. I loved babies. I loved children, and I badly wanted to go to this orphanage. I just wanted to go to the excursion. So the day of the excursion comes, and the school says that they could not handle taking every single class. So instead, they would take five students from each class. Now I knew this woman didn't like me, so I, this I just knew in my heart that I wouldn't be among the people that would, go on this excursion. So she came and she was going to pick the five people, and she mentioned. My best friend's name, Billy. My name second. And four other people. So she mentions four other people, and I'm just like. Wait a second, that's too many people, and she's like, "Wow, that's six, isn't it?" And there's only five slots left. Hmm, who do we drop? My heart's pounding because I knew where this is coming, and she says, "Well, Broken Hill, you and Billy decide who is going to go and who will not." And then this classmate of mine that we had been. Enemies and friends since I was in nursery school decides that she would judge who would go between Billy and Broken Hill. And may I add that Lucy was the teacher's favorite, so the teacher was like, "Sure, go ahead and decide." And she said, "Billy should go because Billy is neater. Her socks is clean. Her uniform is cleaner than Broken Hill's. Cause I played, I played with dirt a lot, and so." Mrs. Broken Hill decided, "Well, let's go with Billy then." Sorry, Broken Hill, and I was sad. I knew I wasn't going to go, but she gave me false hope for a few seconds. I cried and cried and cried until my aunt came to get me, and I still have not forgiven her for that. But apart from that, things were going fairly fine. I wasn't everyone's favorite, but there were some people's favorites, and that was fine for me. As time went on, we were able to save up enough money to get our own home, and then we were finally able to move out of my grandfather's. I was relieved. I was happy because things were going to go back again to some sort of normal, right? Well, that is what I expected. At this point, one could say, I had hit rock bottom. And now I will be climbing out. I thought so myself, but I was about to realize that rock bottom had a maze-style basement. So stay tuned, and come around next week when we will go into episode three, the big news, the reunion, and in a way, the beginning of my doom. So. See you next time. Yours truly, Broken Hill.